Hello and welcome back to White Hot Glory, the podcast where you can come to learn how to be white hot for God's glory in these cold, dark end days. We are in season two. This is season two, episode two, and I never thought I'd be doing anything like this, let alone have two seasons doing it. And I know that the Lord will allow this to go on however long he desires and however long he gives me a things to say and for however long he's teaching me which will be until the day I die but um it's just really interesting how how God does things and and I think back to the days of my youth where I was chasing a a singing career and fame and recognition and and I never got it and God says in his word that unless we are using our gifts for his glory and unless we are seeking him first, that whatever we have in our lives is an idol. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today is idolatry. Psalm 37, 4 says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And when I was seeking um, recognition and, and fame and glory for myself, for my vocal talents, which sounds so vain and empty and shallow to me now, but it was everything back then. I, I was chasing this and chasing this and I never, I never really attained it. And I'm so grateful, but now that I am wholeheartedly seeking the Lord and speaking out for his glory here he, here he has given me an international podcast and and we are in 11 countries now and i couldn't even get people in my <laughs> my county to listen to me before so that's <laughs> i i'm sorry guys i'm just giggling because it's so funny to me now if i had just been reading the bible back then and following what god wanted me to do and and sought him and his will for my life i would have had people listening to me a long time ago but he had so much to teach me and um it's not about me it's not about my talent which i wouldn't even have if god hadn't given it to me I wasn't using my my talents and my gifts for his glory. And that's where I went all wrong. But it's not just talents and gifts that can become idols in our lives. Our children can become idols in our lives. Our homes can become idols. Our jobs can become idols. Our um, money can become idols. Our other people in our lives, our husbands, our wives, our our grandparents, our mentors. There are so many things that can become idols in our lives. And we'll get into what an idol is. Our God, it says in the Bible, is a jealous God. He wants to be your main focus and attention. He He desires your heart and your it says in the Bible, the, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your strength, with all your mind. And idols get in the way of that. At one point in my life, music was an idol. My eldest daughter was an idol. My 
personal will was an idol, drugs were an idol. What is an idol? It's anything that takes up more time and energy in your life than seeking God. And I look around today and I see that. In I would say about 95% of Christians' lives, they have idols and they don't even know it. Their kids take up more time and energy and thought. Their jobs take up more time, energy, thought. Their media, social media, music takes up more time and energy and thought than their thoughts towards God and their time with God and their, their heart and drive for serving God. And that's, that's because that's what we are taught in today's society. And, and I don't think people realize that. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Idols are more prevalent than you think. And I'd be willing to bet that 99% of my listeners right now have an idol in their life and don't even realize it. So we're going to discuss knocking those idols down and what God says about them and how to fix this in our lives because Jesus is coming soon. And if you believe that, if you truly believe that with all your heart, then you're called to get rid of those idols. So join me in a little bit and we will get right down to it. God bless you guys and thank you for returning for season two, episode two of White Hot Glory. Welcome back. My favorite book in the entire Bible is Isaiah. And it is a, a prophet book. Um, I just love the, the prophets and what they have to say. And they really give you uh, a good, clear picture of what happens when you don't listen to what the what the Lord has to say about everything. And they warn you over and over and over. Uh, <clears throat> Isaiah 41 verse 7 says, The craftsman encourages the goldsmith, and he who smooths with the hammer spurs on him who strikes the anvil. He says of the welding, It is good. He nails down the idol so it will not topple. There's so much in this one little verse. The craftsmen. Men in general get these ideas. And, and it starts with the first person and then somebody else will come along and say, Oh yeah, that's a great idea. And then somebody else will come along who will help with that. And, and that's how our businesses start, right? And they all spurn each other on and, and help each other build up these businesses or, or empires even. And they say, oh yeah, what we're doing is a great idea. Yet most people... 
definitely not Christians, but a lot of Christians too will get these ideas in their head and just automatically think, oh yeah, this is a good idea. And they don't ever consult with God about whether or not they should be doing it. And things sound good. And so they will congratulate each other and say, oh yeah, that's a great idea. And, and so they'll build this thing up. And then it becomes an idol. It could be a business. It could, it could even be a ministry. If you have a ministry that you, you think God is calling you to do, but you're not actually asking God if that's what he wants for your life, then this could be an idol. This could be of yourself. And anything that is of ourselves and ourselves alone is dangerous because we are not being led by God. And I just love this last line of verse 7 in chapter 41 of Isaiah. It says, He nails down the idol so it will not topple. And this is what happens. We take matters into our own hands and we think, okay, well, we're just going to make, we're, we're going to do this so that this bad thing doesn't happen to, to this thing that I've built. And, and then I'm going to take this other precaution here. Um, maybe you buy an insurance policy so that this thing that you've built will not be um, stripped away. Or maybe you hire a legal team to nail down this loose end so that whatever it is that you want will not be taken from you. Well, that's all well and good. And and of course, it is good to take precautionary measures. However, the Bible says that if the Lord does not build a house, it is built in vain. So, If you are building something on your own strength and you have not inquired of the Lord whether or not to do it, guess what? If that thing has become an idol in your life and God has called you to something else and his will for your life is something else, he can knock that over with his pinky nail. We can do everything in our power with our money and our strength. But what is our power and our strength and our building compared to God who created everything that that we are trying to do this with? I I have been guilty of this in the past. Everything I do now, every decision I make now, especially the big ones, I make sure that I inquire of the Lord. We did that before we had our last child. We did that before we moved back to Orange County. I I, I keep doing it with this podcast because I just want to make sure that I don't do anything that God doesn't want me to do. He has shown me his power in my life. And he has shown me what it looks like and and what it feels like to not be seeking him and doing everything his way. And let me tell you, doing things in my own strength, with my own will, just completely ruined my entire life. 
And since I have been following the Lord and asking him before I take every step, I have been blessed upon blessed upon blessed upon blessed. And are things in my life perfect? No, absolutely not. I'm still struggling. My last podcast was about a particular mountain that I need moved and and a struggle that I've been having. However, he has blessed me with great peace. And, And I know that Just like I just said about this house being built. If if what I'm going through right now um, is his will, he can change it all with just a word. And I know that the reason I know God like this now is because he has built me back up from nothing. He built my life. He has built my 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 heart and my mind. And and it's because I'm in the word of God and allowing him to build me up again brick by brick, precept upon precept that I am secure. When I had built my life on shaky things of the world and and my own understanding, it toppled. And that's what happens over and over. God will knock idols out of our lives to get our attention so that we will put him first. If the Lord is not first in your life, you're in trouble. And it might not even look like you're in trouble right now, but he'll show you later, especially if you're his child, especially if you know better, especially if he has some other purpose worked out for you. He'll take it all to redirect you. It says somewhere else in the Bible that, that we're not supposed to be like stubborn mules that have to have bits put in our mouths to be redirected. If you are open to the will of God and you are focused on what his word says, he's not going to need to knock something out of the way and put that bit in your mouth and and jerk you with the rein to the left or to the right. Because you're going to be like, okay, Lord, what are we doing today? How how are we going to be um, moving forward? And you wait on him and then he tells you so that you don't have to get prodded and poked and forced down the right path. Doing things his way is so much easier. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it, but in the end he shows me every time that he had a plan and that he's working it out step by step. And he gives me peace, even though it looks impossible or even though there's some crazy storm raging and the odds are just astronomical. My God is is faithful to give me peace during that time if I ask him for it and if I stay in my word and if I stay seeking him and his will for my life. That's the secret to everything. Seek the Lord. First, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added unto you. Matthew 6:33 or Luke 12:31 and 32. If you put God first, everything else falls into place. 
I see people in this world that are so lost. And I just want to tell them, look, God gave us a Bible. And and he says if you look to him first and you do what his word says, everything else just falls into place. And that's, that's how it works. It is that simple. Men want to complicate everything. No matter what we do in our own human strength to try to make sure that what we want happens, if it's not God's will, it won't happen. And it's as simple as that. We can nail down our idols as much as we want. but the Lord will topple them over if we are his children. When my eldest daughter was about, well, when she was born until she was about four, all of my focus was on on her. And I, the society today says that the children should be the center of the family unit. But that saying right there, you should always put your child first, indicates the idolatry of your child. And when your child is the center of your universe and where you look to first and where you put them first, what's more important, a a child or the God who gives you everything and who takes care of you and provides for you and has a good plan for your life and their life? If you look to God first then your child will be cared for and everything else falls into place. I see a lot of that these days uh, is the child goes before the parents and both parents will put the child first. And when that happens, not only is God's rightful place out of the family unit knocked out, but then the child becomes more important than the parent's relationship. And so then the child is what the parent's relationship is hinged upon. And then once the child grows up and doesn't really need the parents anymore, well, then the parents get divorced. When all of our relationships hinge upon the Lord, then they are secure. When everything hinges upon the Lord, And when the Lord has done it, and when the Lord has built it, then things are secure. Everything else is just idolatry. The last few weeks, I've I've found myself on Facebook more and more, and getting wrapped up into the politics of things, and um, doing a lot of research, and I had to stop and and I'm doing a seven-month Facebook fast right now. And guess what I've had more time for? God. Prayer. Bible reading. Meditation. Asking the Lord what to do about certain situations. 
and my peace has multiplied, and my faith has been strengthened. And it's only been two or three days. Imagine how much more peace I'll have in seven months. And we're going to need all the peace that we can get because the election for the U.S. president is coming up. And both sides are practically already at war. We all need to be seeking the Lord's will for each of our lives individually as well as for this country. Or we're going to be in more trouble than we were before. Than we are right now. If you have an idol in your life, please get rid of it before God does it for you. Because I can tell you from personal experience, when he rips something out of your life that you love, it's very painful. It's very sad and dark. And it continues to be very painful and sad and dark until you finally look to God and make him your number one. That's really the the secret to life, and it's not even a secret. It says in God's word, which we can open up freely anytime we want as United States citizens. However, there is a bill in California that is trying to get passed that would be banning religious books. And uh, the Bible... They, they claim, quote-unquote, that the Bible is not counted amongst those. But politicians lie to get their way. And uh, I, I don't even know why people even believe the things that politicians say anymore unless they're actually somebody who follows through. Psalm 135.15 says, The idols of heathen are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. Isaiah 2.18 And the idols he shall utterly abolish, meaning the Lord will take them out of your life if you will not give them up. When I had my life stripped, of everything that I thought that I loved and everything that was important to me just before I cried out and finally gave my life to Jesus Christ in in May of 2017 I finally said okay God I'll do things your way and I lay in bed and I imagined myself building an altar and I imagined myself putting my music career on the altar and I imagined myself putting my eldest daughter on the altar and I imagined myself putting my love life on the altar. All of the things that I had put first. 
before God. I lay in bed and I just imagined myself sacrificing all of these things and just giving them over to the Lord and saying, Lord, these things are yours. You will give them back to me if you so choose. And I left them there at the altar and gave them back to the Lord because they were, they were all his to begin with. Everything in my life is his. His to give, his to take away, his to do with whatever he wishes because my life is not is not my own. My life is the Lord's. All of our lives are God's. And our society tells us differently. Our society says, do what makes you feel good and do what you want to do. And, and, and that's wrong. It's not biblical. And it will bring you great turmoil. I know this from experience. And I'm sure some of you do too. Whenever you want to take matters into your own hands and it doesn't work out the way you envisioned, because it never does, it, it's a painful lesson learned when I went to treatment I I realized because of all my Bible reading how how very sinful my musical lifestyle was the the drugs the um, provocative way that I was dressing the words that were coming out of my mouth in lyrics and and the lyrics that I was writing and I I repented and I said Lord I am I'm sorry that I was perpetuating sin and encouraging sin with with my musical career the only reason that I am able to sing is is because you so graciously gave me that gift and I am sorry for using that in a sinful way, a selfish way, an ugly, perverse way. That's not what you gave me that gift for. And so I lay my music career down and I will never sing another song. I will not take stages again if it is not for your glorification and edification and to lift up you in your name. I give that up, and I will not do it again unless you give this gift back to me. And then one day, one of the pastors of the church that I was attending, um, we were talking, and I, I told him that I used to be a singer, and he said, oh, well, sing something for me right now. And so I did. And and he, he said, well, if you stick around, I'd like to maybe have you on our worship team at church. And I was planning on only staying at this place for two months. And I kept asking the Lord, is it time yet? Can I go now? Is it time to, to move forward and, and go away from this treatment program? And God just kept saying, it's not time yet, it's not time yet. You stay here and you be of service and, and you learn the lessons that I want you to learn. And 
um, eventually I did get asked to be on the worship team at church and I learned so much from this pastor Pastor Johnny if you're listening God bless you and and because of the way Pastor Johnny sang to the Lord and because of his love for Jesus he made Jesus look and sound so cool and different and he would write these songs that that I was just enamored with because up until meeting Pastor Johnny I thought Christian music was so lame and I didn't want to have anything to do with it and actually listening to some of the the artists that um I had been exposed to up until that point listening to Christian music would actually make me mad because I just felt like it was just the lamest music ever and um and I'm so happy to be wrong. I'm so happy now to hear some really amazing Christian artists. And I don't know what platform you guys are listening to, but if you listen to White Hot Glory on Spotify, um, you are able to hear my bookends. I always choose Christian artists that I personally enjoy listening to and um, and begin each podcast and end each podcast with with my favorite Christian artists. I don't listen to secular music anymore. In my my opinion and my findings, I just want all things that I surround myself with to be of God. Seek first. When he is in everything I do and everything that I surround myself with, it's so much easier to battle my own will and and things that the enemy will try to put in my way to stumble me. It's so much easier to follow the Lord when you're surrounded by things of the Lord. My therapist, Warren, uh, says, Jesus in, Jesus out. So if I'm constantly filling my mind with scripture and worship music and um christian media then that's just that's what my my mind and my soul is constantly washed in so it's easier to battle the things of the world if i was and when i was in the past constantly filling my mind with romance novels and um reality tv and gangster rap and and just really unedifying things well my behavior followed and that's where i just my soul grieves for today's youth because they have no idea that they're even being filled with such filth and and it's it is filth It's so sad and it's so disguised and it has gotten increasingly more sinful as as the days go by. Things that would have made our grandparents just rear back in 
horror if if they had seen things like we are seeing on TV now or hearing things like we are hearing on the radio now, they would have just been horrified. Yet our children today are listening to lyrics about prostitution and orgies and drugs and people don't even bat an eye because it's so commonplace. Anyway, please cleanse your surroundings. And and if you're on the fence about something, that a big decision that you're going to make, ask the Lord to show you. Ask Him for abundant clarity. Every time I ask Him to show me something with abundant clarity, He, he shows me whether or not to do something. And I pray, I say, Lord, please remember that I am human and weak and prone to confusion and sin. Remember that I am just dust and I I desire your answer with such glaring, abundant clarity that it's like a neon sign and a slap in the face so that I can do what it is that you will And so that in the future, I will not be able to say, Lord, I didn't know what you wanted me to do. And he shows me. But also keep in mind that I don't have the outside evil influences in my home, in my soul, in my mind. So it's very easy to see what his will is and not being influenced by whatever Satan's got going on. He tries, but I wait on the Lord and his answers. And I understand that it is easier for me to sit here and explain these things to you because I have had the Lord take everything to where I had nothing but God to look to and build up from. And many people have not had that same experience. I know a lot of my addict listeners do because we used to start over all the time. You get kicked out, you lose all your stuff, okay? Or you go to jail or you go to rehab and everything that you had up to that point is gone and you have to start all over again. And and as painful as it is to do something like that, it's also very freeing. So my encouragement to you guys today is to please ask God if you have an idol in your life and for him to show you how to remove it so that he does not have to do that in an extremely painful way for you. Because if you are his child and he has a purpose and a plan for you, he will knock those things out of your life, whether you like it or not. And you might get mad at him for doing it for a while and therefore offset your path even longer until you come back around and say, okay, God, I'm sorry. Please show me what you want me to do. And 
I'm trying to save you guys some heartache and time because I look back at my life and all the idols and all the wasted time and all of the times that I sinned against God by following my own will and I regret it I regret it so much I feel so ashamed knowing what I know now when I look back at all the time I wasted and all the har- the harm I caused and all of the the ridiculousness that I followed but I'm glad that I I know now and I believe that is why I am speaking this out into your guys life today this is a warning to you stop turn away from your idols knock them out of your life seek the Lord with all of your heart mind, soul, strength love him put him first before it's too late before he takes those things from you and shows you how worthless they actually are and and before he returns He is the most important thing. And I've heard people say, well, that's so egotistical for God wanting to be first and for wanting to be praised. And and it's not. Our God is so holy and perfect and good and he desires such good things for us. That's why he wants to be first in your life because he knows that When you put him first, he's got good things for you. He is worthy. More worthy than you could ever imagine to be put first. He's trying to save you from heartache and pain and and issues and trials and, and difficult roads and unnecessary hurt. And, and difficulty and and drama. That's why he wants to be first. That's why God deserves first place in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, in your home, in your family, in, in all things. And I can sit here and say this now because I was one way and now I am the other and I have have done both ways and I can tell you that seeking God first every time is so worth it in ways that I cannot explain it's something that you must figure out for yourself because all of our paths are different God's got some amazing blessings in store for you if you would just look to him first I think about all the blessings and things that I missed out on because I was too busy doing things my way. And I'll never know what those things were, but I, I know that I'm, I missed out. And I'm so grateful now to know the difference. 
And I want you to know the difference. And I know that the Lord wants you to know the difference too. Which is why we were discussing idols today. Jeremiah twenty two twenty eight says, Is this man, Kaniah, a despised, broken idol, a vessel in which there is no pleasure? Why are they cast out, he and his descendants, and cast into a land which they do not know? Idols will lead you to broken paths. They will put you in strange places that you were not meant for. They will cause you to be robbed of time, money, energy, because you're looking to the wrong things. Look to the Lord and be lifted up and be blessed and be used for His glory. I'm living proof of that right now, you guys. When I sought sin in my own way, I found nothing but brokenness. When I sought the Lord and His glory and His will for my life, He lifted me up and He put me on this public platform, broadcast this message to 11 countries. That is only the power of the one true living God of Israel. I'm speaking to you as a sister in Christ, as a watchman, to tell you that he's coming soon and you have a chance to get your home and your soul in order and look to him first and be in good standing when he returns and to have peace while this world falls apart around us. Please heed this warning. Please take these scriptures and God's will for your life to heart and apply them. Jesus loves you so much. He died for you to show you the right way, to give you the opportunity to have eternal life in heaven with him, to show you a good, abundant life, the life that happens just for following the Lord and his will for your life and what his his word says it is that simple it really is I wish I had known this a long time ago but God works all of that for for good for his glory he's so good you guys he's so worthy to be sought and praised and loved with all of your strength And he will show that to you if you will give him the opportunity. I'm going to end the podcast here. And I, I ask you that once this is over, to stop and go somewhere private and pray and ask the Lord to help you remove your idols. 
Ask him to show you what your idols are. And ask him to show you what to replace those idols with. And he'll do it because he loves you and he wants you to live the abundant life that he so freely gives. God bless you guys. I love you. Jesus loves you. Have a very blessed day.